Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is the second episode in my podcast here to you. Now, what is amazing is that in our last episode, I was giving you a little background, a little tidbits as to why I wanted to do business. And from a very young age, as I told you, um, having started to work, I found myself, um, you know, just craving for more information as to how to build a business. And what came out of that is that I worked at a packaging industry from I was 19. I worked there for about eight years and I got promoted throughout the ranks as um, acting managers, acting production factory manager, acting planning manager. I act in all the managerial roles. Then I was also uh, a plant manager for one of the, the manufacturing entity. What I learned then, the epiphany that I got then was amazing because at that time I was an accounting major dealing with accounts. That's what I did in my, my school. Um, at that, those times it was known as um, commerce. And that is where you learn to do accounting and all those things. So even short and I used to do all of those things. So the thing about it is that when that episode of in the workplace took place, and I worked at that company for eight years, it was an amazing thing when I got the opportunity to manage one of the factories. And what came out then is the amount of monies that these factories make on a daily basis. And the fact that I could contribute something to it and to enhance it to ensure that they are making more money. And I recognized, I said, I don't want to be in the position of counting the money after the fact. I want to be one of the person who creates the money. And therefore, the manufacturing aspect came full front and center in front of me then and i said i want to own a factory now listen to me this is very very important you know because the story that follows is what is going to be fundamental so i said i want to own a factory i don't know how but guess what i am gonna keep on working and they called me in one day and said, listen, we want to have you be the first factory manager that is fully trained in sales and everything. So we want you to go and do sales for about a year or two. By that time, the current factory manager will be there, will be um, um, going out for retirement, and then you could come, come back in as the, the factory manager. But at least now, you would have some knowledge of what happened in the field of sales. <laughs> And that was where the story begins. Because having been out there, I get to meet all our commercial clients because this uh, we manufacture um, um, carton boxes and sacks. You know, like the sacks that you see the cement bags comes in or the feeding bags come in. We manufacture all of those and all the corrugated sizes, corrugated carton boxes that you can think of, right? And I operated at the managerial levels in those companies, in, in, in those factories. So I said, okay, and I went out. 
But I discovered that having met all of the industrial customers, that every box that we sell to them, they needed either a staple or they needed more than a staple is a packaging tapes to tape those boxes. And I said, aha, this is an opportunity. So I went and registered a company that was called Tapes Jamaica Limited. Yes, Tapes Jamaica Limited. I registered that company. And I started to sell tapes to the same clients that I'm selling the boxes. Because guess what? I'm seeing them, so might as well I talk to them about the company's business and then my business. And the, 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 the important things that happened then is so amazing is that whatever they were paying me for the year, I made that in profit in one month, about six months after I started the business. The company was giving me a car, plus giving me a good, I was getting a very good salary. But the salary that they were paying me for the year, I want you to listen to this. I made that in profit in one month after about six months of starting. And I said, huh, this is a signal, right? I am getting ready to leave this organization. And for the next two to three months, I make sure I check to ensure it's not just a fluke, it's not a one-time hit. But I was making more money than they were paying me for the year. So I resigned and started to run my first company, Tapes Jamaica Limited. And I introduced office furnitures and stationeries to it to support the tape business. And that went pretty, pretty well. I actually started in my parents' house and I bought the stocks and placed it in a spare room at the house and that's amazing my 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 the first employee that i employed was sitting around my mother's dining table every day that was that was the office my mother's dining table every day answering the phone calls that comes in from the clients that i'm visiting on the road whilst i'm there yeah and that business grew and grew and grew until I was expanding the business and listen to the story and listen to how God works in, in mysterious ways. I was, I had grown that business that I had um, basically employed quite a few people. I had what, um, two, two delivery vans and I had, um, I think it was six sales representative. But one of the greatest things that happened is that my manager who was at the packaging company my sales manager then had left the company and this man is one of the person who knows everybody in Jamaica he's, he's a part of what we call the 10 richest family in Jamaica and I asked him to come and join me in the company because he really didn't need to work he just, he's just doing it to keep himself busy right and I asked him to come and join me in the company as a sales manager and to help me open doors. And he agreed. And he came up and we started to work together as a team. And um, we grew that company so fast. So one day we wanted another delivery vehicle, which was a, one of those VW vans. And 
let me tell you the amazing thing is we i i saw an ad in the paper and i respond to the ad and a chinese gentleman came with a vw van he quoted me the, the van, and i looked at the van and i was quite satisfied with the condition of the vehicle and guess what i did i went in and i paid him cash for the vehicle and he went on his jolly way we got the vehicle and we started to utilize the vehicle in, in, in the company. And about three weeks to a month later, my, my, my secretary told me that um, the Chinese man that I bought the vehicle from is outside and he wants to see me. And I said, hmm, I wonder what happened. I said, okay, so let, him, let him come in, let's, let's talk. So when the gentleman came in, he came in with a brown paper bag with some, with some bottles in it. And he said, um, I manufacture sauces. Now listen to this. Remember my, one of my goal and my dream was to own a factory. And he said, I manufacture sauces. And I am, I'm leaving Jamaica and I want to sell this business. I said, really? Let me see it. When I look at it, it was a bottle of a soy sauce. Soy sauce. And I said, hmm. I said, can I taste it? He said, yeah, sure. I pull it and taste it. And it was an excellent tasting product. And I said, you manufacture this? He said, yes. And I said, why you, why, why you want to sell it? He said, well, basically, he's going to Guyana to live because you know how Chinese work. Chinese stay in one country for a while and then they move to another and another. And he said, he's going to Guyana because his parents is now in Guyana and he's going there to join his parents and the rest of his family. And I said, okay, okay, um, take me to this factory that you have and let me see what you have. Well, when I went there, it was one room in a big, huge complex. One room, one, one small area that he has. And he had some, some big soup pots that he boils the sauces in. And I said, That's, this is your manufacturing facility? And he said, yes, it does what you want it to do. And I said, who is your clients? And he told me a lot of Chinese restaurant that he was selling to. I said, okay. Hmm. I, I have a few industrial customers from, from my, my company that um, I know do the sauces. Now, these industrial companies are some of the biggest brands in Jamaica. I was supplying with tapes for their, 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 their packaging needs and office furniture and stationery for, for the office needs. And I said, okay, I have a few industrial clients. Um, let me see what it's like. I said, well, how much money do you want for this business? And he quoted me the money and I said, um, I am interested, but guess what? I will pay you half the money now and half the money in six months' time when you train me in the operation of these things. Right? And he said, okay, deal. So I took him back to the office and I gave him the check, the first part of the check, and I post-dated the, the one exactly 60, um, 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 six months. And I, So he had both checks and we got some documents prepared. Right? My brother, who's a lawyer, prepared the, the, the sales documents and we sign up those documents and I went up and 
um, leave my manager to continue managing the affairs of the company while I go up there to learn. Now, this is an epiphany. This is now a factory. Yeah? Although it has no equipment, no industrial equipment, but he was supplying, uh, he has a customer base. And the Chinese restaurants in Jamaica is very, very, there's a lot of them. So he had quite a few of them. And, you know, Chinese support Chinese. And I said, wow. So he said, um, as soon as we manufacture a batch and we fill it by hand and label it by hand, then it's time to go and deliver. So I went with him on the road as a delivery person and deliver the stuff to the and get introduced to the various Chinese restaurants and so forth and the owners and um you know over the six months period I learned how to make soy sauce. Soy sauce one product. But I took us a, a couple of bottles to one of my industrial clients who owns about four or five major brands in Jamaica. And I said to them, I'm own this business and and he said, what? You're expanding from tapes and stationery to now you're going into manufacturing? I said, can you imagine that? And he said, okay. Um, let me leave a few boxes on, the, on, on, on my desk. And if it's of any good, we will probably give you a small order to see how you handle yourself. The first order I got from them was for 200 cases. Now, this is a, a lot of money worth of order. 200 cases now to make 200 cases 24 bottles in a case and using small soup pots to boil those sauce when i came back with the order to chongy and said look we got an order here for 200 cases he said what and we started to process now the purchasing the bottles was very very expensive so i I put a lot of the monies from my other company, pumped it in it, and we did the 200 cases. About three weeks later, they gave me a, another order for 500 cases for one brand. Then they sent me to the other company that they own that, you know, works in, in the same arena of sauces and so forth. And I end up with 2,000 cases, 500 from each one of the four companies that they own. And the four companies actually compete on the market, but they are owned by the same person, right? So I said, wow, 2,000 cases. At that time, I recognized that I didn't have the funding to do it. So I went into the bank and I spoke with the bank manager and she said, these are the major brands that you work with? And I said, yes. Yeah. She said, well, um, let me let me do something for you. Let me try and assist you. And she called the finance director of the company and asked them if they are the, if, you know if they are working with me. They see that they, I have an order there, and the company said, "Oh yes, so whatever facility you can give them, give them to assist with the delivery, with the manufacturing and the things. Please do." So the bank manager gave me an open line of credit. Right, because they were the only people I banked with, and she said, "Well, all of the checks that the company will be issuing to you will be coming to the bank, so the bank will extract their portion every time that I lodge a check." And that was the 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 the, the, the thing that really let us took off to the next level. I bought chucks, I bought one chuck, I bought an industrial kettle, 
and I fill those orders and those orders, man, then we start to employ a lot of staff, right? And that is the birth of my company, that company that I built from one product, one product, soy sauce. Company name is Jam Guy Food Processors. We registered that Jam Guy Food Processors. So it was bought from the Chinese Chinese guy, and we kept the name. And Jam Guy means Jamaica Guyana Food Processors. We kept the name, and so I started to manufacture for these industrial company. We started to employ people and train people, and then we get we went through the registration process with the Bureau of Standards of Jamaica. Oh, we didn't know anything about that at the time. They came in one day and said, we got to shut you down. And I said, why? I'm not doing anything illegal. They said, yes, there's a process that you have to follow. follow. And so they assisted me through getting all of the process done. And I went and did all their training and so forth. And we started to grow that company and employ more people. I bought more equipment. And the sales grow from 1 million to 2 million a month, we're talking about. And then we decided that, look, we're going to be, be focusing on this thing exclusively. So I closed down the Tapes Jamaica Limited so that I can focus 100% on Jam Guy Food Processes. And that was a good decision. Because it was in a different location. Now the factory space that we had was limited. So we expanded the factory. That's the first phase of the expansion. We expanded the factory so that we, we had more space. And we put in a little bit more equipment. And we put in like, like quality control managers and um, shift managers. Because at that time we were manufacturing 24 hours a day, 7 days a week to keep up with the, with the product. With the, with the orders coming from the major distributors in Jamaica. And the, the key behind that is that I now start to see monies that I dream of coming into my hand on a daily basis in my own manufacturing establishment. Isn't God great? A, a great God. Huh? And so this, this company, we grew this company over the years. Yeah? And I learned more and more about operating a, a big business. We grew the company over the years and we expanded the factory again and put in millions of dollars worth of equipment. And we were doing, uh, what, 12 to 15 million um, Jamaican dollars every single month. 135, 140 million a year. A year. We did that for the better part of, what, um, 16 years. So, you know, we had a very solid establishment and um, made millions of dollars. It, it, it allowed my kids to go through university without borrowing a dollar. All of them had their own vehicle. We live a good standard of life during that process. And then the economy started to take its, its after its after its, and the dollar started to change rapidly enough. So when we brought in containers of stuff, by the time we were to pay our suppliers, the monies that we have to pay were so great during that, that period of time. And I said, I, probably 20, 20, 30, 2012, 2013, 2011, 12, and then in 2013, we decided that, look, we can't keep up with this. So 
I said, you know what? Um, going to take a break. Uh, during the period, I was also involved in network marketing. Mm-hmm. From the very beginning, I was in... in I, and the, 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 the story behind this network marketing is amazing. One of my sales representatives always come to work looking normal. But by the time he's leaving in the evening, he dress up in a tie and put on his jacket. And I'm saying, this guy goes to church every evening. So one day I said to him, where do you go dress like that? He said, oh, I'm in, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm an Amway distributor. So what is Amway? And he explains to me. And I said, hmm. He said, you can be a part of it in a boss. I said, hmm, I don't know. He, he invited me to a meeting. I went to the meeting and, you know, there were all uh, nicely dressed people there at the meeting. And I said, wow, this must be amazing. The presentation was really good. I registered under him immediately that day, and I said, okay. And within a couple of months, I was one of the fast, fast start persons there. And um, I went to the Amway meeting. I think it was in Utah. We went to the Amway meeting in Utah and was recognized on stage as a fast start um, you know, persons. I don't even remember the full title, but I was recognized on stage right and from that i got another epiphany about the network marketing industry right and i said wow i was making a little bit of money from it but you know i mean not the type of money that you probably want to write home because i'm accustomed to being in millions huh? so i said um mm. i i then i see people operating at the diamond level and wow and i said well I got to do this. So, in my next episode, I'm going to be giving you what is happening in the network marketing space and the manufacturing space that I manufacture, I've manufactured for products for how many years and, you know, the track record that was established. So, you don't want to miss episode three you are going to be seeing the epiphany that is leading to each different stage of development of my life and how I am now in digital marketing to help people to be successful. So stay tuned for the next episode.